This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we reflect on the year of 2021. This <laughs> just went on for way too long. I was like, my jaw, my fucking jaw. Um, uh, if you were listening to this, Reed was doing a little ventriloquist thing on video. I don't know why though. This for is the lols. For the, for the lo- I mean, this is supposed to be a fucking holiday episode, and I'm like, oh, ha, ha, let's pretend to be a wooden doll. <laughs> Plus, I gotta save yeah, my jaw for holidays. I gotta save my jaw for the blowjobs. Fuck. Um, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> What am I fucking around at? Damn, because they take it out of your jaw sometimes. Oh, they can do. But Florence, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Trials and Tribulate. I don't know what the other um, merry ones are. Oh, don't talk to me about Christmas. Well, we're not, sorry, we've got <laughs> we've got um, Father Christmas over here. Come sit on my lap, and then also Scrooge over there. So. <laughs> I'm usually I do usually celebrate Christmas, mm-hmm. but. After last Christmas, not that anything traumatic or really shit happened, I decided not to celebrate Christmas. So I'm here, you know, giving the holiday joy, like happy holidays, have a break, have a fucking break, everyone. Mm -hmm. But I'm not like, ho, ho, ho. (laughs) I mean, you are some kind of ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah, yeah. It had to be said. Um, so yeah, we, we've got two sides of the, of the, I mean, in all honesty, I would probably come over to your side. I had a conversation with my dad on the phone yeah. today, like, I don't want to come to yours for Christmas, man. It's just too much <gasps> fucking stress. Like, there's yeah. too much travel and uh, yeah, holidays, Christmas is always, all I can remember is like the stress of travel, the long train journeys, the stress of like fucking long car journeys. I'm like, oh, it's not relaxing. Exactly. It's not a fucking holiday. Um, the it stress just, of presents just and... seems exhausting. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah envious that you are <laughs> living it up in LA, not having a Christmas. You know what? It's actually bliss not having to worry about presents. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is a stress I can. It like, is stress. also like it just seems so pointless giving gifts that like. Anything that people get me, I'm like, you know, I don't really need that. I get myself everything that I want and need. Anyway, this is boring. This is a very boring conversation. Let's not talk about it. Um, My love language is gifts. So Christmas is like... (laughs) Oh, interesting. Well, my main love language is like 34% or something is gifts. So I was talking about love languages with my friend Hannah the Mm -hmm. other day. And we were both saying how birthdays are like a really big deal for us. Mm -hmm. And like what our partner does for us on our birthday is a huge reflection of love and like how we receive love. But and I was trying to figure out what type of love language that is, because obviously it goes into gifts a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it's not really about the actual gifts. It's more about the sentiment and like organizing an epic day for you. Oh, so, di- but then that's still a gift, surely? Because even if it's a gift yeah. where no no money is exchanged, it's still giving you something. Yeah, but then maybe if I was in a relationship this Christmas, I'd want to celebrate it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I often feel like that is partly the reason why a lot of people don't want to celebrate Christmas because it's so romanticized. Yeah. And it's yeah. not its not even about sex. It's all about like cuddling up to your loved one. And if you don't have a loved one, then you're going to be sad and alone this Christmas. 
you know and that's exactly but things that's how i always feel at christmas even last year <laughs> we were reminiscing just before the podcast started about this time last year mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and um i was getting back with my ex <laughs> <laughs> this time last but, year but I still went home for Christmas and didn't feel happy at all I felt like lonely I felt like I'm not in like a proper relationship I'm you know I'm not secure I don't have that really like you know I don't have that person that's going to be there yeah which and is I think, sad I think a lot of people feel the same way and it's it's learning to enjoy Christmas for yourself I think that's the hardest bit because it like nobody wants to do that because it takes hard work and you think of Christmas as giving and receiving Christmas isn't really about yourself it's about family yeah Mm -hmm. yeah agreed and then again if you don't have the best relationship with your family like why the fuck would you want to enjoy Christmas exactly a miserable start to the podcast (laughs) it really is but I think let's do some yeah maybe (laughs) i hope so um let's do some reflecting on the year that's just about to slip through our very fingers (laughs) our sticky fingers i I also think like you you're just talking about slipping away through our fingers um it's just so much pressure and stress and i feel like Mm. especially as humans we suddenly realize a whole year has gone past um you're so fucking deep today no i'm so sorry It's because I didn't have my therapy appointment this morning. We we rescheduled, and I'm like, Florence, like, help a bitch out, man. Be my therapist, please. You ready for the trauma dump right now? <laughs> oh, what are you saying? Sorry. Just about just yeah, really picking yourself <laughs> apart because of the 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 year that's gone by and you haven't achieved all the stuff you wanted to do and then being like oh my god I've got a whole new year out ahead of me what am I gonna do yeah it is a really weird time of year I think there's a lot of pressure surrounding it but I think we should take away all of those things really like I think it's a good time to reflect on the year and think about how to set intentions for the next year but um yeah I definitely fell into that trap last new year's around this time last christmas because i was like fuck next year i turn 30 Mm. (sighs) yeah i think a lot of people feel that a lot of people feel issues with age age is like that again i'm just getting deep i can't help it like i don't know what's happening (laughs) should we talk about sex fuck yeah let's talk about sex yeah like we'll we'll talk about important deep shit another time yeah we don't want to depress people even more on Christmas. They're already fucking depressed enough. They've come to this podcast to laugh about sex shit, not to get super deep. We've had deep fucking podcasts recently. Let's let's do something fun. All right. Would you want to fuck Santa? Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why though? <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> It's like, Dad, is that you? What? I only get to see you once a year? All right. (laughs) Nice. No, I think it would go into my whole, like, someone that I really didn't want to fuck, fuck me kink. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And he would suffocate me with um, his beard and, like... (laughs) Would you be, like, smelling of, like, milk and cookies and maybe alcohol? No, that's too far. That went to two dad realms. Yeah, that was way too far. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Would you fuck Santa? Yeah, yeah. But, like... 
a Father hot, Christmas. hot Santa. Like I love, I love the naughtiness about it. it I mean, I'm not thinking of is like- Is Santa ever hot? It's, yeah, man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Did you see, oh, there was, uh, there was, um, uh, fuck, a company I think out in the Netherlands and they, they bought out an advert, like an like an advert, a TV advert, and it was it was Santa and his male lover, and they kissed in the advert, Aww. and it was on TV, and obviously people lost their minds, oh, but it was the best thing ever. Anyway, I just <laughs> people loved... would have fucking lost their minds. Yeah, it'd be like Santa is gay, Not Santa, <laughs> gay Santa, freaking out. We should have known <laughs> his leather belts. Yeah, <laughs> he loves that red. <laughs> <laughs> Although it used to be green. Oh, anyway, beautiful stuff. I love the representing in Christmas time and also all the stupid white privileged yeah. people losing their fucking shite over it. <laughs> Why am I getting deep again? I think you're I need so, like I need a safe word, getting... Florence. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what jingle bells, jingle bells. bells. Jingle bells is the safe word. Jingle bells, bring it back to Santa. Fuck me, Santa, fuck jingle me. Jingle bells. Oh, think about Santa's um, dick. Come on. Yeah. Think about Santa's mm. dick. Oh my god, did you watch that Big Mouth episode with Santa's dick in it? No, I haven't got there yet. Oh <laughs> my god, you fucking love it. Oh um I'm into it. I'm down. Nice. Oh yeah, you would love it if you got that Santa fantasy. You see his big jangler balls. Nice. And his big dong. He's got a big dong. I could imagine Santa would have a big dick. Like he has a lot yeah, of power. He's got that BDE. Fully BDE. He's like that secret like smile like mm mm-hmm. <laughs> He does have that BDE. You mean fucking goofy little girl. Uh, it's a little bit creepy considering his job. <laughs> And the thing is, like, how many kinky people have also have children? You compartmentalise that shit. Very true. Yeah, you know, he's allowed to have kids on his knee one day and then me on his knee the other day. That's totally fine. (laughs) Give you a little spanking for Christmas. You've been a naughty girl, Reed. You've been a naughty, naughty girl. Florence, stop it. Like, I really, really need some sex and you're actually turning me on, so, like... (laughs) You need to no. whoa, uh, get the reindeer, pull the reindeer oh in. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle <laughs> bells. <laughs> right. That's my safe word. Um, <laughs> I thought you weren't going to celebrate Christmas, Florence. This is this is too much of a grey area for my liking. Oh yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, we did need to get a little bit deep on this episode because we were going to reflect on like how far we came this year, or like what That's just what true. happened. Yeah. What, ha- what the fuck happened this year? It's been like we a actually. Whirlwind started this year with another podcast company we did oh my days and then we had like a whole yeah. we had like what is it four five yeah. months where we had a podcast yeah. break and we haven't yeah hadn't and done that in like two three years y'all were missing us yeah but y'all loved yeah. the break because it seemed like you came back stronger mm. yeah you were thirsty needed you were so <laughs> needed our pussy juice parched <laughs> We quenched your thirst. This is going to be such we a qu- dumb episode. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, and then we came back in May, I'm mm-hmm. going to say May. Um, Something like that. It was hot. Crowd, I remember it was with, hot in the room. Yeah. And we were still in, were we still in oh, lockdown? Yeah. No, lockdown was opening no, up. I it was think like, so. Yeah. Life yeah, had begun again. Because we were Life in the UK, we were again. in lockdown, what was it, till fucking April? Yeah, it oh was my days. I just forget about all of that shit, to be honest. Locked it out. I mean, I wish I could, yeah. but it was just... 
I was not in a good place, man. (laughs) It's not having a good time. Oh, Mm. fuck. You were having a terrible time. Yeah, my mental health's been shocking this year. It's really not been great. There's been a lot of stress and shite. Because you Um, had your breakup at the end of 2020. Yeah, just like So you started the new year with a bit of a... With a... Yeah, it like started off really good and then like <laughs> a bit of a like a broken heart. Um uh, yeah, oh yeah. Even though I knew it was the right thing for both of us. Um but I think I think it was one of those where I was like kidding myself, like, yeah, this is great, this is great. And then it all hit me of like, oh actually there's a lot of stuff that is actually, you know, like I'm struggling with. Like, where do I get my intimacy from? Especially being in lockdown. I couldn't go out and fuck a bunch yeah. of peeps. And then I found out my ex got a girlfriend and we couldn't oh. say friends anymore. And that really, that that cut me deep. That was a big thing. That yeah. was a big moment, I remember. Yeah, that sucked. It was Because I always imagined my ex, Thomas, being in my life and, you know, he still works for us. He still works with us. He He's still our graphic designer and we still chat yeah. every now and again. Like, I want mm-hmm. to be mates with him, but I would love to get to a point where we can hang out. I just don't yeah. think that's possible yet. Like, I wouldn't ever want to step on you know, his girlfriend's toes and do anything that Mm. makes her feel uncomfortable and he feels the same. That's the hard thing when your partner gets a girlfriend. I don't know if my ex-ex has a girlfriend, Mm. if he's seeing anyone, like, I just don't know. Yeah. Kind of don't mind it that way. But also, like, I think I'm at a point now, definitely, where I'd be happy for him. But, like, that's because that was, that ended 2019. Yeah, that's a long time ago. It's I mean, been a long old time. It might you might still have some feelings that crop up. It's it's so normal, yeah. but hopefully, hopefully especially not. if I'm single. Yeah, yeah. I'm like fuck you. It so depends on where you, you are the mentally. Shit one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why have you managed this? Um, yeah. yeah, I think it just so depends on where you are mentally. Like if if it had happened now, I might feel different about it. If if I was yeah. on top of the world, like. But when your mental health is at a, a bad mm. point you just can't deal with shit and then you blame yeah. other people for it i remember like being so upset with him that i couldn't have like you know a mental health freak out and call him like i normally did and he was like sorry it's not my responsibility anymore and at the time i was oh, it was it was so hurtful hearing that but yeah. actually hearing it made me realize that like he's fucking right i can't rely on him to be there for when I'm not like when I'm not myself or when I'm down so it was it was so worthwhile learning to do that for myself that was like like helping learning to self-soothe you know I've been fucking codependent with him for years um and relearning to like not be codependent I mean Florence and I this year got obsessed with codependency didn't we that's all we fucking talked about (laughs) I became definitely codependent with with my ex yeah because I think especially considering like we were going through a really shit time in the UK like lockdown was still a thing like it was hard and he was like the the thing that really kept me together Mm -hmm. I think through through all those times and I am I'm actually like when I look back on it so grateful to have that relationship for the time that we did have it I definitely got into a very codependent thing because he was because the world was so shit he was the only thing that made me happy Mm -hmm. and that's like danger zones difficult danger yeah I mean it's it's so important to have these um, life experiences so we can learn from yeah. them and take take the yeah. goodness I think a lot of people that go through breakups just see that that time as being horrible and nasty and I hate that person it's like mm. we need to change that thought process because it just ends up poisoning you 
rather than thinking like, oh, like that didn't work out, but I learned that I don't like this and I learned that I do like that. And now I know yeah. what to look for in another person. Like use that time as like seeing that it was such personal quick growth for you. Um, mm. And it is, relationships aren't about growing with another person. It's about growing yourself and seeing yeah. seeing who you want to be and who you want to be with and where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. And and you ended up going from, I guess, like that really hard time. And then you really did like do a lot of self-work on yourself and yeah. you, you're in a new relationship now. Yeah. I mean, before the relationship, I fucked a lot. Like I remember as soon as lockdown was over. Oh yeah. Jesus. I remember. I, I was like, I'm sure on average Whole I was face. fucking like maybe one or two people a week. Yeah. Probably Sounds not. Sounds like me right now. <laughs> Hey baby, <laughs> that was like full whole week. Uh, yeah. Going on from the last podcast with Evian, um, I think I realized that I wasn't necessarily shagging for the right reasons. I, I think I was seeking something. I was seeking, I definitely was looking for like good, good sex, the sex that I've wanted for years. Oh, I mean, right. okay, that sounds rude to Thomas. Like, I had fucking great sex with Thomas, but well, yeah, it was different. But it fizzled out. Yeah, of course. Like, I, I, you know, we still love each other and respect each other but Mm. we grew into different people anyway um and shagging for intimacy for like finding that connection and maybe shagging people i probably shouldn't have shagged like that fucking dude that said the n-word and was just fucking weird the entire time i shouldn't have traveled across london to just go for a bang i I should have just gone nah I don't know if I want to shag you and it's probably a no that was a good life lesson that I learned from Florence if you don't know whether you want to go meet with them or fuck them don't do it it's more likely gonna be a no yeah yeah that's always the case with dating if you have any inkling of like not really into this then just don't do it yeah it's It's never like suck it and see you know yeah Um, (laughs) or it is in Reed's case (laughs) Yeah, since then... Um, you had to suck it to see. I Honestly, I had to fuck suck it to see. Yeah. Um, and then I met Sam, which was lovely. He was sort of like a nice... Yes. Nice excitement in the... Like, really unexpected. Was not planning to fall into another relationship. But yeah, it, no. it's been really lovely. You know? It's... Aww. Like, honestly... And now you're having the best sex of your life. Best sex of my life. It's... Yeah, I just... Words can't describe how fucking good the sex is it's like it still blows my mind I'm still shocked you know I'm definitely low-key high-key jealous oh but the sex that you 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 were having the best sex of your life with your ex and I I was yeah and I I felt exactly the same you know it's like yeah of course you're you're so grateful and happy for your friend that they're having the best sex of your life but when you're not necessarily having that (laughs) You're just like, oh, why couldn't it be me? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm having pretty good sex now, but like the sex that you guys are having sounds like a whole different thing. Thank you. It's just the, it's just the kinkiness. It's just being so yeah. open fe- mm-hmm. to try everything and I how like su- supportive he is and nothing's weird and everything's like, yeah, all right, let's give it a go. It's just, I feel so free. You know, I feel like I can yeah. be like, I want you to shit in my mouth, you know? Not that he would, but I feel like I don't feel uncomfortable saying that if that was a desire of mine. (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool. That is really cool. You literally could say anything. Yeah. Fuck me. (laughs) 
Well, so it's been a very lovely year, really, um, when it comes to the end of the year. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I broke my foot. That was... Oh, yeah. That was literally just after lockdown and just... I was healing oh, when yeah, I Oh, yeah, you literally... <laughs> I was so pissed off with that. Oh, that and then so I got... so funny. You were just getting into your hoe phase. Yeah, and then I got fucking COVID. <laughs> I have been you locked You got COVID. In. Oh, man. Yeah, tough, tough beans. And also, like, we've we've been on a roller coaster with, with the business, with Come Curious. Mm. We had the Come Curious creators helping us yeah. and making content with us. And then um, we've done a lot, really. Like, over the course of the year last year we were doubling out our output yeah we, we got into money troubles this year as well with come curious we were struggling <laughs> we were like we can we can we do this anymore yeah it was tough we still have that thought every single day every day you're like is this the right path should i just get a basic <laughs> job no never never <laughs> i never. can't well, my year's been interesting as well. Yeah. I, I would say, I would say it'd be quite interesting. Yeah, what, so, what kind of happened happened to you throughout? What's some key moments? So I guess when I got back with my ex, we were supposed to be getting back in quite like a casual way. It wasn't really supposed to like fall further into like a deep relationship, but it ended up doing that. And we kind of like experimented a little bit with non-monogamy, which was mm. interesting, but not like loads. Had a Yeah, you're right. Like I was having the best sex of my life with um with him it was great he made me very very happy i think you know the the times that i was with him i have like that's the happiest i've ever been in my life mm-hmm. like i was so happy with him but that's why then the pain came so badly when we broke up yeah it hit so, you like um, a fucking sledgehammer it was it yeah. was it was deep yeah turned 30 this year (laughs) and i love it i love love being 30 i'm really you know i'm in with the 30 crowd and i'm loving life Uh, (laughs) 30 is such a good age yeah and then yeah obviously the breakup happened i think it was either the end of july or the beginning of august i think it might be the beginning of august and yeah that shook me to my very core um i've never been through a heartbreak like this before like the first time we broke up that was a heartbreak this heartbreak was like double the heartbreak and i've been obviously on a big path of like self-healing self-growing took myself to canada to la yeah. and now i'm living my best whole life oh baby mm. But oh yeah, I'm really, you know, it's interesting when you talk about healing. And I think, I think what we were talking on that podcast, the last episode as well, is that Instagram doesn't show you everything. Mm -hmm. And like, it shows the healing stages, but also the the healing stages do fluctuate. So sometimes on Instagram, people might look at my Instagram and be like, oh my God, she's doing so well. Like she's healed. Like she's living her best life. The next week I might be like fucking devastated, like crying over my ex again. Yeah. The healing process is a very strange up and down, up and down thing. I think I've gotten to a point where it's plateaued and I'm feeling really great. Ending the year in LA has been the best, the best for me. I've literally, you know, I was in a very negative place Mm -hmm. in London and I needed this shift. And if anyone is thinking that they're in like a little bit of a rut, they need a change up. I can't like, I can't just recommend just getting away for an extended amount of time, like enough. It has been life-changing. Mm-hmm. 
has been amazing for me. Nice. This has got really deep again. <gasps> jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> yeah, shit. Jingle bells. Need the j- where, where are we? Where are we at? What? Tell me some good sex that you've had this year that wasn't with your ex. The best fuck of the year that wasn't with my ex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like as much as he was great, we're done with that. Woo. Trying to think what my best sex has been since I've had a lot of great great sex um recently i actually feel like maybe the best sex that i've had recently was um actually last weekend when my friend came over oh you know what we had that really great anal sex too that was cool Mm. you know i've already already spoken about that one yeah so this weekend he came over to mine for the first time and i was so excited about this because i that's my domain. Like, I don't really like fucking people in their places. Like, yeah. I like fucking people in my place because yeah. I feel in control. I feel, like, comfortable. It's, you know... So I was super excited about him coming over. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we just... <laughs> this was when he started calling me baby during sex. And oh, I was like, yeah. oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> oh, he was like, I think to start off with, he was just like, I want you to sit on my face. And I'm not like a massive fan of face sitting. Usually, like, because I'm like, I'm propping myself up. Like, how am I supposed to fully relax into the oral? Yeah, you can't. Like, there's so much you're thinking about. Oral's difficult anyway, I think, for a lot of women, people who are in vaginas. But like, having to sit on somebody's face, all you're thinking about is like, am I hurting him? Am I crushing him? Oh my God, my legs are killing me. Like, and you just can't think really about the pleasure, which is such a shame because it's such a like, it looks hot. I just fully sat on him. Because I've I've been seeing those TikToks all over the place that are like men saying, do you hover on a chair? No, you sit on it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, did it work? You like fully sat on him? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know what? Oh my God, you'll never guess what. What? He got fucking prudence involved. <gasps> prudence. Oh. Yeah. You old trusty. I don't know what it is about prudence, but she hits my G-spot perfectly. Oh my God, that's amazing. Prudence yeah. doesn't do the same for me. Really? Yeah, I've tried oh. on, like... With Maybe Sam just on my need, own. I think you just need my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Show him around, please. He knows he knows how to use it. Do us a solid. Um, <laughs> he really knows how to use it. Um, so yeah, I was sitting on his face. He was using this toy at the same time and he like took the toy and was just like sucking on the toy getting like all wet. And I was like, this is mm, kind of Oh my God, I love um, it when they suck the toy first. I don't know what it yeah. is. I'm like, yeah, like get it all lubed up. Also, it's <laughs> yeah. it's almost like an act of care as well. It's like, oh, in yes. case the toy has been, got dust Cold on it, or... bed. Yeah. Um, then yeah. I will suck the toy ready, ready for your vagina, Liam's. Exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah, so I had, oh my God, I had... A great orgasm. I had to be really quiet though because my uncle was in. <laughs> oh, that's probably why, no? You're just like, <laughs> yeah, it was one of those like really stifled, like silent, massive orgasms. Yeah. It was great. And then we, we just fucked for ages. You know, when you just like fuck for a really long time and he gave me another orgasm as well. Nice. But yeah. <laughs> The bed was really creaky and we were like trying to figure out the positions that were working with the bed not creaking. So we ended up being like him standing. The bed's quite tall. 
him standing at the foot of the bed and like me like lying like just on the edge of the bed like legs mm-hmm. up and that was really hot I just remember in that time I was looking up at him and I was just like you're so fucking hot like this is <laughs> and then he kept calling me baby and like I was like yeah yeah have Lawrence, you, you're living your best life <laughs> have you had a chance to speak to them about like whether or not you can call them daddy no not yet okay it'll, it'll happen <laughs> it will come it will come yeah maybe yeah you never know he might be like call me dad and you'll be like okay (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll be like thank god you asked (laughs) yeah listen to this podcast maybe get a hint Uh, i'm trying to think of stuff that we've done together what me and you yeah (laughs) not like sexually but i mean like exciting stuff that we've done in the year well what no what's your best fuck of the year Probably the times where Sam's maybe tied me down for the first time. Oh, oh Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. I, I lost my mind. And there was no one in the flat as well, so I could be as loud as possible. And it was just oh. so good. Yeah. That sounds yeah. brilliant. That was, that was so good. And also just like the really close intimate times of just like when you're in that moment... Um, and you're saying shit to each other. And like the coming at the same time whilst making eye contact yeah see this is why i'm like i would have said the best fuck of the year was with my ex because it was those connected moments Mm -hmm. that make the best sex in my eyes yeah yeah because it's not like an individual fuck like that can be a memorable fuck but not necessarily the best the best is when it's consistently good and all you remember is how good it was yeah yes exactly Mm -hmm. exactly maybe prudence is my best fuck of the year oh prudence taking the medal she has been pretty fucking consistent (laughs) i love i love prudence (laughs) she's so great If people haven't listened to that other episode, they're going to be like, who the fuck is Prudence? Yeah. Like, what? what is this threesome? I think you're going to have to listen to the rest of the episodes to find out, motherfuckers. Okay. Such a little cunties. What about your favourite Fuck's Given episode that we've done this year? Shit. Oh. Oh, come on. It's it's easy. The best episode of... Oh, Everyone knows what the best episode of this year was. Yeah, absolutely. Sophie Anderson. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, the Cock Destroyer, Sophie Anderson coming on to Fuck's Given. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah, her fuck off story was incredible. Yes. Oh my God. If you have not listened to that episode, you're not living. Yeah. I am fascinated with what turns her on and what excites her. She is like almost like same levels as my brain where it's like, I get it. I get all that weird shit. Maybe not as extreme as her, but fuck. That's, it's, it's, it's one of those episodes that will leave you speechless. We should have done the fuck off stories of the year, like the competition. Yeah. In in my mind, I have three that I think are the best. I have like Sophie Anderson obviously wins. And then I'm tied between Evian's and Tom's. Like Tom with the cat and the shit. And then... <laughs> And then Evian with the fucking true. helicopter following them. That was it. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I what mean, the hell. That's like out of a movie. I would say that my best episode was probably the talking to the Dom couple. You know, 
No way. It was more like okay. going through the motions. Like it was more like the feelings, the actual going through all the feelings that I had when I was with them and like how much yeah. I, how much it felt like, empowering. And then doing that yeah. again with them and talking about it with them uh, was just, was magical. It was like, I was just like, like heart flushes all the time talking about shit that I felt, you know, would have would have felt uncomfortable talking about. And now I'm just yeah. like, gotta own it. Otherwise it's gonna eat you alive. I honestly feel now I can talk about my tickle fetish. I feel whole. I feel like the whole me. And I'm like, oh. that's something that's come from this year for you. Yeah, absolutely. Like being more honest and open about it. Yeah. I'm the full me. Full moon. Well, we won't keep you too long, seeing as it is the holidays, oh. curious fuckers. Oh no, I don't want to say goodbye. I'm not ready. Is there not? <laughs> you sure there isn't some more we can talk about? Surely, no, there isn't. Well, there is the uh, New Year's episode that's going to be out on the sixth of January. But in the meantime, oh. have yourself a merry holiday. <laughs> nice save. Just me trying to not be Christmassy. Curious fuckers, you know the drill. Give us a rating and a review because you love us, especially considering this is the last episode of the year. It is about time that you leave a fucking review. Yeah, baby. Um, And if you want to send us any sex questions, stories, your fuck off stories, email them in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. Of course, you can also follow us on our social media. Instagram's probably the best at Come Curious or our personal accounts, Read Amber X and Florence Bark, but we are also on Twitter too. Oh, and if you want to give us a Christmas present this year, you oh. can find us on our OnlyFans. I was literally about to plug OnlyFans, you <laughs> sneaky motherfucker. <laughs> You know, you get to see our punanis, that's for sure. Get to see my fucking poo. And sometimes butthole. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes butthole. Sometimes oh. butthole. You caved to all the people that were like, show me butthole. Must, yes, I know. I was like, maybe a little bit of butthole. Go in there. It's Christmas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, please okay. join. I mean, mine's read Amber X and Florence yours is. Oh, it's Florence Curious. Yeah, nice. You are on my so friends brand. list as well. So if you find me, then you'll find Florence, vice versa. Vice versa, yeah, you're on my friends list. Nice, yeah. Yeah, you're my best friends. Best, friend, best friends for life. Mm, mm. Best friends for life. Yeah, we started saying I love you. I think we need to hug more as well. We need to like make an effort to hug more when you're back Is in that, the country. We, have we only just started saying I love you? I don't know, I say actually. I love you. We always say I love you when we leave. I remember you didn't for a long time. I think that was while you were with your ex. Really? Yeah, I remember. Like It's been a bit of a shock. And I'm like, oh, Florence is saying love you again. Like, All right, love you back. Love you more. No way. I didn't clock that. Yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Interesting. <gasps> Therapist! Interesting. Daddy <laughs> issues, help! Please! <laughs> Jingle bells! Jingle bells. Right. Okay, okay, everyone. We're gonna we will see now. you next year. Next year, babies. Mwah. Bye. Love Bye. you all. Crowd Network. A place where you belong.